Thanks for tuning in to Spend Less, Live Well with Dr. Josh Luke, dropping serious wisdom, integrating healthy living, finance, and faith into the healthcare process to live your best life. Watch us on YouTube or listen anywhere podcasts are found. Spend less and live well. Thanks for tuning in to Spend Less, Live Well. If you had the opportunity to listen to my prior interview with Jay Hewitt, uh, he's a pastor at Friends Church. Uh, in Orange, California. I met him during his time as a pastor at Friends Church in Yorba Linda, California, uh, but he also uh, has started a new endeavor, um, being a, a cancer survivor, uh, where he is going to um, train for and compete in Ironman triathlons, and uh, he shared that story in our last session, so if you didn't have a chance to listen to that, um, check it out, uh, but today I want to, he told a, a really compelling story in the uh, first session that I wanted to hear a little bit more about which was he actually not only had brain surgery, but he had brain surgery while he was awake. And uh, there's, a, there's several other stories that go along with that. And as much as we like to talk about healthcare affordability, in, in his case, uh, it, it was an extreme case of a, of a surgery. Um, and he can share the cost with you, but that, I don't know that anybody could afford it, uh, if, it, if, it um, uh, if they were faced with that. So Jay, tell us just very quickly about the surgery and uh, then we'll get into kind of how it felt, not only to know you have to have that surgery, but that it was gonna cost that much money. Yeah, well, uh, when I found out that I had a brain tumor at the very center of my brain, that it would require surgery, uh, we started searching for the right surgeon. Um, Cause you have to really trust your surgeon with something like that. Sure. Um, and then to come to find out that there's only five guys practicing right now that would be able to even attempt the surgery because it's so high risk, uh, it really, really narrows it down. Now, uh, once we found the surgeon we wanted to go with, the next step was working with our insurance to make, make sure uh, that everything lined up. Uh, and at that point in my life, I was on an HMO. Young guy, uh, never had any other health issues. Uh, my wife is employed and she and, and my daughter on insurance better insurance okay. so it's kind of like they're taken care of i think i'm invincible yeah. and so i'll you know i'll save a couple bucks yeah. and i'm on an hmo so anyway uh as we work through it uh the surgeon that i i need is actually in network but he's out of area okay. he's in the same state but because he's in northern california instead of southern california they wouldn't cover him and I had multiple doctors uh, writing referrals saying, no one in Southern California is qualified to attempt this surgery. Now, um, uh, we may have been able to find a surgeon that would take on the surgery, um, but the success rate would be much, much lower. Sure. And I wasn't willing to do that. Sure. And so... Um, I knew, I knew who I wanted to perform the surgery and I wasn't gonna, gonna settle for less. Uh, however, outside of insurance, I couldn't, I couldn't afford brain surgery, especially one that would require extensive testing so that I could be awake during surgery mm -hmm. so that these uh, ultra high tech methods could be used uh, so that there would be chance of success, which the surgery was successful because of all of those things. Um, but I was left wondering, how am I going to pay for this? And how much was it? Uh, it was just over a million dollars. Wow. And I had, I've heard of people going bankrupt because of medical issues. Sure. And now this was a very real possibility. Sure. 
uh, staring me down. A pastor's salary doesn't cover. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. So, um, yeah, wasn't, wasn't quite sure what to do. Started praying. Um, and a, a good family friend, part of the church, um, we were spending some time together. I had a seizure, uh, with them and, uh, I think it just, uh, shook them up a little bit. And, uh, after I had that seizure, I got a call from my insurance and it was the final call from my insurance. I had fought and made every appeal yeah. possible. And this was the final, no way, no how you're on your own yeah. if you want to use this surgeon. And, uh, so I was devastated and, uh, uh, family looked at me and said, you're more important to us than our money. And if God has allowed us to have extra, uh, why else than for something like this? And so they, uh, they were willing to front the cash so wow. I could have surgery because they don't let you put stuff like that on credit. Yeah. You have to have, you have to have everything up front. And so they were able to do that and they were willing to do that. And the love that they showed me in that just blew me away. Yeah. What hospital was that? Is it okay to share that? Uh, yeah. And the hospital treated me wonderfully. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep, keep the name of the insurance company yeah, yeah. private, but it was up at UCSF. UCSF. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Great reputation. Yeah. But Dr. Berger's the, the surgeon world renowned. He's great. wonderful. Wonderful. So, um, yeah, they, that blew me away. That allowed me to get a date on the books. Um, and this needed to happen quite quickly. Um, and so we scheduled surgery and, uh, I preached my last sermon at church and was leaving and was going to prepare for medical leave and to go up to San Francisco for surgery and for recovery. And after I preached my last sermon, I was leaving the church. I was, um, walking to my car and I was just praying blessings over the church you know, Lord, take care of this, this congregation while I'm gone. And, uh, I, I just got this, this, uh, sense of, Hey, before you leave for San Francisco, call the CEO of that neighboring, um, that neighboring business, business right there. Sure. Now, uh, I don't want anybody to think I'm a religious fanatic. Uh, so hear me out on this. Cause what I was thinking is, um, because our church is growing so quickly, we have a parking issue yeah. and they have some extra parking. So I thought, Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. I was just praying blessings over the sure. church and yeah, let me call the CEO. Maybe we can work out some parking. And so the next day I called the CEO and, uh, uh, she was gracious and said, yeah, you can definitely use our lot while, while you guys, while you're out. And at the end of the conversation, she asked me, Hey, do you mind if I ask why you're going on medical leave? And I told her, yeah, you know, I have brain cancer going for surgery. And she said, oh, wow, my husband passed away from mm -hmm. cancer a couple years ago. And she said, uh, who's your health insurance through? And I told her and she said, oh, that's interesting. Um, I'm on their board. <laughs> and I said, oh, really? And she said, yeah, how are they treating you? And I said, well, <laughs> to be honest, uh, I'd wish for more, a little better. And she said, well, I have a meeting tonight. Let me, let me see what we can do. And so uh, she went to her board meeting, 
Um, and at the end of that, they decided to make a, a special uh, arrangement for me. Cool. And they, they covered the, the cost of the surgery. Wow. Yeah. They covered the whole cost. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it blew me away. Good for them. That's great. You don't hear that story too often, but um, wow. Powerful. Um, so tell us about rehab from that surgery. Was there rehab? Was it short? Was it long? Was there physical? Was it occupational? What type of re rehab did you do after that surgery? Yeah, uh, for the brain surgery itself, it's uh, relatively short. Uh, I was walking and talking um, within an hour of, uh, well, I was talking yeah, instantly. Time, right? Yeah, I was You're talking awake. during it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was up walking within an hour of the surgery uh, on YouTube saying thanks to everybody for praying for me. And um, yeah, but uh, not fully able to enter back into work for mm -hmm. uh, two months. Yeah. Um, but uh, because I have brain cancer, not just a brain tumor. Um, another tumor formed. I had to go in for a second surgery. This time, uh, my medical coverage is a little different. I've uh, upped the insurance policy to make sure everything yeah. is covered. And that was real easy. Same surgeon, uh, great resor results again. Um, but the second time I not only had uh, uh, to recover from the brain surgery, but then I had 36 sessions of radiation okay. and 12 cycles of chemotherapy. And so with that, um, I'm on medical leave right now. It'll be about a year worth of medical leave mm. that I'm on. So is that, um, when you're done with those sessions, is there a possibility that it is, what, what's the best case scenario for the situation when you're done with that, that series? Uh, so medically speaking, uh, this type of brain cancer has no cure. And so the treatment, what it does is it slows down the process of new tumors forming. Okay. Um, and so the best case scenario is that um, because the, the surgery was successful, there's no visible tumor. Um, the best case scenario is that I would have a good amount of time before I've got to go through the process again before a new okay. tumor forms and I've got to address that. So guys, uh, you can follow Jay Hewitt on Facebook and on Instagram. You mentioned some YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, is there a, a channel or is, how yeah. can they find some of those videos? And I, and I was going to talk about next to um, the, the whole church service at Friends a few weeks ago was based around a new endeavor that Jay has launched. So is that still on YouTube as well? Yeah, yeah. So uh, youtube.com slash Jay Hewitt, J-A-Y-H-E-W-I-T-T. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm, I've been approached by a studio that heard of my story and said, hey, we'd like to um, feature you as the centerpiece of a documentary. Of, uh, of a brain cancer warrior that is uh, striving to compete in Ironman. That's great. Yeah, so uh, there are video clips coming along the way um, that will be on YouTube. Um, some, some of those clips will also be on Facebook and Instagram, but ultimately the, the bigger montages will be all through YouTube. And the best way for folks to follow your story, maybe get push notifications, is to follow your Jay Hewitt professional page on Facebook. 
Yeah, you know, I think it's it really comes down to whatever uh, platform you use. Okay. So if you're most often on, on Facebook, yep, go to my professional page, okay. Jay Hewitt. If you're most often on Instagram, at Jay Hewitt on Instagram, uh, you know, like we were talking about earlier, YouTube is the second largest yeah. search engine. So if you're on YouTube a lot, um, subscribe to my channel there. Um, or if you just use your email more than anything, you yeah. can go to jhewitt.org, yeah. sign up for my newsletter. And anytime there's a substantial new piece of content out, I send a, an email. Yeah. I think I've gotten one of those last week. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's an easy way. It's got easy links, yeah. you know, so that you can no, just click on. Thorough. I appreciated yeah. it. Um, tell us about, um, uh, you mentioned that you went off social media for almost an entire year on your page. Tell us about that journey. Yeah. Well, you know, be, before this, um, in the ministry, I was um, reaching out beyond my, my congregation mm -hmm. um, through different YouTube videos, podcasts, blogs, things like that with great success. But that takes a lot of work. Yeah. It takes a it's lot great. of work. Um, and so I just knew I, I need to take a break from, from all of this. Yeah. And really during this time, I've, I've kind of pivoted a little bit where I'm not serving in my congregation. I'm not uh, writing messages for the weekend worship services. Um, and so a lot of what I'm spending my time on is training for this Ironman. A lot of inspirational thoughts are coming my way and I'm putting those out through um, uh, my pages and just really, as God gives me strength, I want to uh, I want to inspire others to that same hope. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I took a full year off before entering back in to uh, uh, putting out content because um, the content isn't for me; it's for others. Mm -hmm. But it benefits me yeah. because it gives me purpose for the pain. And if I'm able to inspire someone else and help pick somebody else up it only motivates me to get back up because I keep getting knocked down. It's not just a one-time thing. I have to choose over and over again to get back up and press on. And I'd like to close this um, episode out with you just kind of re-sharing um, what you shared for those who haven't listened to the first episode about um, the reason, the motivation when you were faced with this um, diagnosis that you wanted to set an example for your daughter. Can we just close out this episode by, by you just kind of sharing that story? Yeah, yeah. When I was hit with the diagnosis, I had to decide how do I want to spend my time and my energy? And I thought, you know, number one thing I want to do is I want to uh, teach my daughter how to be resilient because all of us face hard times in life. Uh, she's going to face a lot uh, pretty soon, just as I go through this, you know, yeah. so it's an instant thing. So I want her to be able to see me be resilient. I want to lead by example. And so Ironman, uh, their motto of anything is possible. I, I want her to see that even though health-wise I've been knocked down, I'm going to put my hope in Jesus, get up, press on, and anything is possible. And uh, I, want, I want that to be the message that's sent to her when I cross that finish line. That's a moving story. I've actually been at the finish line in Ironman in Kona. My older brother competed in it, I think, twice. Have you picked out which race you're going to do yet? <laughs> well, yes, uh, quite a few times. <laughs> With COVID-19, they keep getting oh, canceled, getting canceled. And, okay. uh, and pressed back. So it's up in the air right now. Okay. I just keep training, training and make sure that uh, I'm ready to go for okay. whatever uh, 
whatever opportunity may come up. Well, thanks again for being our guest, folks. This is the second of uh, three episodes we're doing with Jay Hewitt. We're going to talk in episode three about training. We're going to focus a little bit more on, on training and healthy lifestyles and what he's learned going through the process of training, uh, not just for an Ironman triathlon, but also dealing with his health at the same time. So thanks again for joining us. Yeah, pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to Spend Less, Live Well with Dr. Josh Luke, the crossroads of integrating healthy living, finance, and faith into the healthcare process to live your best life. Watch us on YouTube or listen anywhere podcasts are found. Spend less and live well.